0: Good evening everyone. Took a day to make some sharing in a busy week. So let's share about forgive and forget. Romans eight twenty-eight. And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love Him, who have called according to to his purpose you've heard this phrase over and over forgive and forget there's only one problem with it you can't do it it's impossible you really can't forget a hurt in your life in fact you can't even try to forget it because when you try to forget it actually focus on the very thing you want to forget and the truth is that God doesn't want you to forget instead he wants you to trust him and see how he can bring good out of the hurt that's more important than forgetting when you see God bring good out of a bad situation. You can you can thank him for that good work. You can't thank God for things you forget. So it says in Romans 8:28 and we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him who have been called according to his purpose. It doesn't say that all things are good because all things are not good. Disease is not good. Broken relationship is not good. War is not good. Abuse is not good. And many more. There are a lot of things in life that are evil. Not everything that happens in this world is God's will. But God says He will work good out of the bad things in life if you will trust Him. You can go to Him and say, God, I give you all the pieces of my life. He will take your pieces and instead give you a peace in your heart. This peace will come when you realize you can forgive even if you don't understand the hurt in your life because you know God will use that pain for good you don't have to forget the wrong thing someone did to you let me say it again you don't have to forget the wrong thing someone did to you You couldn't do it even if you tried. But, God says you don't have to forget it. You just have to forgive and then see how He will bring good out of the hurt. So, let's talk it over. Who have you not forgiven because you haven't wanted to forget or let go of what they did to you? What do you need to do today to forgive that person and move on? How does it help knowing God doesn't expect you to forget? How have you seen God work good in your life from difficult situations? So let's try to list it down and let's try to forgive. Today, pray, ask God that you can forgive those people that you cannot forget, that gives hurt to you. God bless you all. I hope it will be a lesson to you. So God will work good out of the bad things in life if you'll trust in Him. God bless you. Amen. everyone hope you will have a very good day today because god has given us a sunny day our sharing for this morning is about three reasons to forgive wow it's really we are it's it's the hardest thing to do But when we can do this, I know God will bless us if we can be released with this. Colossians 3.13 says, Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. The Bible says there are three reasons you have to let go of your past and forgive the people you've hurt or hurt you. And those reasons have nothing to do whether those people deserve it or not. So it's the number one reason. You have to forgive those who've hurt you because... God has forgiven you. Colossians 3.13 says, Remember the Lord forgive you, so you must forgive others. If you want to be a forgiving person, you first need to accept the forgiveness of God through Jesus Christ. The Bible says, God came to earth in human form in Jesus in order to forgive everything that ever been done wrong. He paid for those wrongs so we don't have to. That's good news. So, we have to forgive because God has forgiven you. So, no reason that you cannot forgive. Second reason, you have to forgive those who hurt you because otherwise resentment will control you uh-oh ecclesiastes 7 9 says only fools get angry quickly and hold a grudge so if you don't want to be a fool or if you don't want to be called fool you better forgive resentment makes you miserable It keeps you stuck in the past. And when you're stuck in the past, you are controlled by the past. Every time you resent something, you let that thing control you. Some of you are allowing people who hurt you 5, 10, or even 20 years ago to still hurt you today because of resentment. Don't let that continue to happen your past is past you've got to let it go so better forget number three reason is you have to forgive those who hurt you because you're going to need more forgiveness in the future wow so it says in Matthew six fourteen to 15 For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your Heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. Forgiveness in a two-way street. Or forgiveness is a two-way street you can't receive what you are unwilling to give. That's true. You can never receive what you are unwilling to give. Someone once told John Wesley, the 18th century British religion, theologian, I could never forgive that person. So what did John Wesley re- reply? then, I hope you never seen. So it's a simple reply of John Wesley. But it's so hard. It's so really hard. We always say this I can never forgive that person. But you only tell that when, according to John Wesley, when you have never seen. You don't want to burn the bridge you need to walk across to get on to heaven. So, let's talk it over. Jesus has already paid for every wrong ever committed. So, don't think about obeying it. Because Jesus is the only one and the only person who can pay that wrong ever committed. If you committed wrong to your sister, to your brothers, to your friends or relatives, it is only Jesus who can pay that. No one could pay that. Even you, you cannot pay that. How does that make it easier for you to forgive? What's a sin you believe you could never forgive? How do you think God feels about that sin? In what situation do you need to offer forgiveness so that you can move on from your past? So friends, remember, the Lord forgive you so you must forgive others. This is our sharing. For today, I hope you can forgive whoever you've hurt or whoever who hurt you. God bless you. Amen. What we mean is that God was in Christ offering peace and forgiveness to the people of this world and he has given us the work of sharing his message about peace second corinthians 5:19 how do you forgive in january 1956 five american missionaries headed to the rainforest of the eastern amazon in ecuador they were making a second visit to the Huarani tribe, which anthropologists said was the most vicious, violent society on the face of the earth. They had a culture of killing, and studies showed 60% of the tribe died by homicide. As soon as the missionaries got out of the plane, they were speared to death by members of the tribe. The brutal members made news about around the world and were on the covers of Life magazine, Times, and Newsweek. Many newspapers reported the death of men, who included Nate Saint and James Eloyd. A couple years later, Elizabeth and Valerie Eloyd, wife and daughter of GM, and Rachel Saint sister of Nate, moved into Huarani village to show love and forgiveness and minister to the people who had killed their families. Eventually, Minkayi, who was the leader of the tribe, and the other men who participated in the missionary, murders became Christian. The kind of forgiveness Elizabeth Eloy and Valerie Eloy And racial saint model doesn't make sense until you have been forgiven by God. So, once you've experienced God's forgiveness, how do you forgive? You do four things this woman did. First, relinquish your right to get even. Romans 12.19 says, don't try to get even. Let God take revenge. Leave it up to God. He'll take care of it, and he'll do a much better job than you ever could. Respond to evil with good. That's the second one. How, God, or how can you tell when you've completely forgiven someone? You actually pray for God to bless the person who hurt you. The Bible says... Do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray those who mistreat you. Luke six twenty seven to twenty eight. The third one repeat these steps as long as necessary. Peter asked Jesus in Matthew eighteen twenty one How many times should I forgive someone who does something wrong to me? Is seven times enough? Jesus replied, not seven times, but 77 times. Matthew 8, 18, 22. Sometimes, forgiveness has to be continual. The fourth one, rescue others with the good news of God's forgiveness. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5, 18 to 20, God has done it all. He sent Christ to make peace between himself and us, and he must given us the work of making peace between himself and others. What we mean is that God was in Christ offering peace and forgiveness to the people of this world, and he has given us the work of sharing His message about peace. We were sent to speak for Christ, and God is begging you to listen to our message. We speak for Christ and sincerely ask to make peace with God. Because you've been forgiven by God, He expects you to forgive other people. He will help you work through your hurt and give you the grace to forgive those you've hurt or those who've hurt you. So let's talk it over. What do you learn from how Elizabeth and Valerie Eloy and Rachel St. responded to the burdens of their family members? Have you been in a situation where you had forgive someone, not just seven times, but 70 times seven? As Matthew 18 says, what gave you the strength to do so? Who is in your life needs to hear God's message for forgiveness, peaceful, and salvation? So I hope every one of you was blessed to listen to this short sharing of mine. God bless you. Amen. everyone we continue sharing of our topic about yesterday's uh, sharing about three reasons why we need to forgive and the first reason that we have is that we must forgive because god forgave you so continue series of what we have learned yesterday is about forgive because god forgave you Ephesians 4:32 says, "Be kind and compassionate to one another, giving each other, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgive you." It's really a hard thing to talk about when we say forgiving one another, but it says here the only reasons. That we have to forgive is that because God forgave us or forgave you. You will unfortunately be hurt in this life and many of those hurts will be intentional, the direct results of what people say about you or do to you. In fact, anytime you read the word forgiveness, you likely instantly to call to mind certain heartaches, hurts, And problems from your past. The memories still feel fresh because you've been hurt very deeply. When you're hurt deeply, it's often hard to consider forgiving the perpetrators or those people that hurt you. But the Bible says, or the Bible gives you one very important reason you need to forgive. You forgive others because God forgave you. That is just so simple thing. Let us not complicate that. Ephesians 4.32 says, Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as Christ, God forgave you. Thinking about how much God has forgiven you will help you be more forgiving if those who have hurt you. The opposite is also true. If you don't believe and accept in faith that you've been forgiven by God, you're likely to have a hard time forgiving others there. So it is really important. God said in the Ephesians four thirty two that we must be kind, compassionate to one another, forgiving to each other, because He has just given His Son for us. He sacrificed His Son for us. For us to be forgiven. So, no reason why we cannot forgive. If that's the case, consider whether you truly believe God has forgiven you. Talk to God about any doubts. Think of it like this. God has completely wiped your slate clean of sin because of what Jesus Christ did on the cross. All the things you deserve to be punished for have been cleared away because God has forgiven you. As you accept this truth, you'll find increasingly tough to hold a grudge against someone else. No matter what anyone does to you, you'll never have to forgive another person more than God has already forgiven you. And He has forgiven you. That's a promise. So, always think of this. One way or another, you hurt, you've been hurt, you hurt people, people hurt you, you are to forgive. Why? Because it's a simple way of being compassionate and Because Christ, God, has forgiven you. So, don't make it complicated. Yes, it is so hard to do. It is so hard to start forgiving people. Because it's never easy to forget. But always remember, the commands of God. So, the command is Ephesians 4.32. Be kind, compassionate to one another. Forgiving each other. Just as in Christ, God forgive you. Let's talk it over. When you hear the word forgiveness, what hurts from your past? Come to mind. Write it down. Have you forgiven the people who caused those hurts? Have you experienced God's forgiveness? Do you really believe you are forgiven? If you do, then freely forgive others. If you don't, then ask God to help you truly believe you are forgiven. And in turn, to help you forgive other people. How can you express your thanks to God today for His forgiveness? So write it down, my friend. Write it down. All the things that hurt you, that people hurt you, the people that you hurt, write it down and ask God, over it to the Lord that you can give forgiveness be kind and compassionate never forget that forgiving each other just as Christ God forgave you so this is all our sharing for today god bless you all amen a continuous sharing of what we have discussed about the three reasons why we need to forgive. The second reason is about you need to forgive because resentment will hurt you. Our is about resentment hurts you more than anyone else. Job five two, To worry yourself to death with resentment would be a foolish, senseless thing to do. If you hang on to resentment, it always hurts you more than anyone else. Resentment is destructive and counterproductive. Resentment just makes no sense. If you ever had a reason to be resentful, it was Job. He was a godly man who had everything he wanted Wealth, fame, and a great family. One day, he lost it all. Enemy nations killed his livestock. All of his children died in a horrific storm. He got a terrible disease. He literally lost everything he had, except for his wife. But then, in his darkest moment, she said to him, Why don't you curse God and die? You can read that in Job 2.9. Then a group of his friends came along and said, Job, it's all your fault. So, with all the things, he was blamed by his wife, his friends, but In the midst of a lot of bad advice giving, one of his friends shared a word of wisdom. He insisted to Job that growing resentful was a bad idea. He said, To worry yourself to death with resentment would be a foolish, senseless thing to do. Job's friend was a wise man. He knew that even in the midst of such great heartache, resentment wouldn't help. In fact, it wouldn't just make things worse. If you think back through experiences in your own life, you, you'll probably agree. you will probably done things you regret when you were caught up in resentment. Maybe you said something like, I'm going to get him, I will never forgive him. Then you did the ridiculous to make that happen. When you gave into a resentment, you end up acting in a self-destructive ways. You hurt yourself much more than those you're holding grudges against. Resentment makes you miserable. And it never ends with you getting what you want. So why hold on to your resentment for one minute? Let go of resentment today. Choose to forgive and enjoy living in freedom it brings. Let's talk it over. Write it down. What are some ways you've seen resentment hurt you and someone you care about? How has your life changed for the better when you've let go of a hurt rather than hanging on a resentment? What past hurt do you need to forgive in order to let go of lingering resentment? So I encourage you, my friend. Choose to forgive and enjoy living in the freedom it brings. God bless you. Hope you have a nice day to spend with God. Amen.